Welcome to the I Crush Barbecue Show. I'm your host, Abe Delgado. And in this episode, I chat with my buddy, Brian Gonzalez. You might remember him from episode 11 when I interviewed him and Robert Sierra of SS Pit Crew. Since then, Brian has made a decision to move on from his full-time job and his barbecue competition team in order to focus his attention on barbecue full-time. No, he's not starting his own business just yet. Instead, he was offered an opportunity to work at one of the top barbecue joints in the country. Although it means uprooting his life from San Marcos, Texas, he's extremely excited to learn from one of the best in the business. Brian is extremely talented and one of the friendliest and most humble guys you'll meet. Tune in to hear his story and find out where he's headed. I hope you enjoy the show. This is Brian Gonzalez. Hey, welcome to the iCrush Barbecue Show. Today I am chatting with my buddy, Brian Gonzalez, Brian the Barbecue Guy, Roosevelt Street Barbecue, SS Pit Crew. What other names do you have? I think that's about <laughs> it, brother. <laughs> so we had Brian on before. We chatted with you whenever I talked to Robert, Sierra, and the SS Pit Crew, which you're a part of. So we got a little bit of a background there. You know, a lot of a lot of things have transpired since then uh, with you and uh, and your barbecue career. And uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Let's go ahead and start back and kind of do a little bit of a recap about who Brian Gonzalez is, right? So where you grew up and kind of some of the influences that you had, you know, as a child and and, and now. Yeah, I, I, I was born and raised in San Marcos, Texas. And uh, my influences of barbecue uh, would be my grandfather and my uncles. And uh, Roy, Roy at Kreitz and uh, Robert Sierra here in San Marcos. Uh, I started cooking around, I would say, 2006, you know, just jacking around and, and you know, burning stuff and, you know, learning from mistakes and, and, and just typical backyard barbecue. Mm-hmm. And um, my grandfather would cook every every weekend. He uh, had a small little uh, small engine repair shop and he would cook for his uh, his uh his his uh, customers and he would just cook just to bring people together you know our families would come together and and hang out so when i was young i really didn't get uh, into barbecue you know he, he did it every day um, mm-hmm. but when i got older i started getting into it and and uh he ended up passing away in 2012 and i was cooking at the time and i started doing competitions right after that and it just just doing barbecue in general. I mean, people that do it around me or are doing it myself. This brings him back to me. You know, it just brings his his memory back to me. So it really, mm-hmm. really got to me. You know, to cook, cook barbecue. Yeah, and I've seen some. I've seen a really cool picture that you posted of your of your granddad there doing doing some cooking. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, just like my pit. You know, I named my pit. La Machina, you know, because when I was a kid, he would always be on the phone with people talking in Spanish and telling them their Machina was ready, their lawnmower. And mm-hmm. uh, I would hear it all the time. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to name my pit La Machina. And I told Sonny from Sonny Moberg from Moberg Smokers. And he said, that'd be pretty cool, man. And, and I just, you know, just stuck with it. La Machina. It's, it's something that I guess a lot of people, uh, a lot of uh, people in the Hispanic community use. I remember 
uh, one of my late uncles that would use uh, the term as well, a máquina, and uh, he would he would pref- he would refer to like uh, the engine of a truck or something. Oh man, that's got a good máquina, you know. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it has a meaning for me too. Whenever I first saw that online, I was like, oh man, that's really cool, and it's a it's a beautiful pit too. And you know, Sonny does a great job uh, getting those pits. When did you get that pit? I got the pit. Uh... November of 2018. No, no, S- September of 2018. He gave, he got it done for my birthday. So I got it in 2007, uh, 2018. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And what were you cooking on before that? I was cooking on an R&O smoker. It's uh, similar to a Jambo. I had that for a couple years. And uh, prior to that, I was cooking with the, on a backwood smoker. That was kind of like a pit maker. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, upflow. And prior to that, I was cooking on another offset smoker. Okay. And what brought you to uh, the SS Pick crew? I guess that was kind of your uh, in- introduction, I guess, into the uh, whole competition scene. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, Robert said something was up with his his pit, or some had a flat, or I don't know what he he just called me up one day. You know, he knew he knows my cousins, and I've cooked beside him before. And he called me up and asked me if, if he can use my pit. And I said, sure, man, go for it. And he was going to Laredo. And then he uh, he invited me, I guess, just not to be, you know, a jerk. So he's like, hey, you want to go? And I asked my wife. She's like, well, you have nothing to do. So I was like, sure, I'll go. And he asked me to be in charge of the chicken, that, that cook-off. Cook and I ended up burning the chicken. And, <laughs> and uh, the rest <laughs> is history. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard that story a couple of times in the uh... – that's pretty funny. Um, so you guys um really became great friends. I know that uh, anytime I've talked to Robert, you know he really loves you like you're part of his family, and uh, I I know that you feel the same way. And it's, oh yeah, yeah, it's 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 really cool to see. Um, you know the barbecue community is tends to be like uh like a family, but you guys have a very special kinship there. So. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about some of the things that you've been doing because I saw some great pop-ups and uh, different cooks that you've been doing. Talk to us a little bit about that. I I started I told Robert uh, coming of this year that I wanted to take it easy on the competition scene and do more uh, caterings and and uh, pop-ups. Mm-hmm. And we did a small pop-up here at my parents' house and. Uh, that that turned out pretty good. I did I did uh, brisket sandwiches with uh, chips and and a drink and uh and then uh Yoni Levin called me up and told me that uh, his friend uh Jake Maddox out of uh, Austin Texas at a uh, Bruce table was doing pop ups as well. If I wanted to do a pop up, mm-hmm. so I got a hold of him and uh, we did a pop up there. And Ronnie Kalen was in town for one of Jacob Lerma's uh, backyard barbecues and. We were out there talking. He's like, hey, man, I want to go to your pop-up. So he uh, came to our pop-up, and then uh, we sold out there at that pop-up. And then um, he offered for me to do a pop-up at Keelan's Barbecue. And wow. uh, <laughs> I, I ain't going to turn that down, so I, I did that as well. And it, it, it turned out pretty pretty cool, man. And, uh, I mean, just by doing that, it opened doors for, for him to offer me a job, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's uh... – you know, that's a big thing. You know, you're so you're totally uplifting your life in San Marcos where you've been all your life, uh, born and raised, and you're going to take a job 
at Killens in Pearland, right? Yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, first of all. Uh, what did the wife think about that? <laughs> it, man, dude, it's crazy. Um, we we were renting a house, and I was, we were deciding if we were going to buy a house in New Braunfels or in San Antonio, because that's where I work. Mm-hmm. And uh, we it was our last week at the rental house, and I, I got a I got a text, a group text from Ronnie and Robert Sierra. You know, we have a group text together, and and mm-hmm. Ronnie hit me up, me and Robert up, and said, "Hey, man, I'm doing a pop up at the Woodlands. I want to know if y'all can help." And uh, and me and my wife were eating breakfast, and <laughs> and I said, "Man, I wish I can help, but that week of I'm moving." And he was like, "Where are you moving to?" And I was like, um, "I'm moving to San Marcos with my parents." For a couple of months until we, uh, you know, make transition to San Antonio or New Braunfels for we're going to buy a house. And he was like, how much you moved to Perlin? And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, right. You know, it's a text. And he texts me back, seriously. And my wife's like, maybe you should call him. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, I'll call him after I eat, you know. It's a, like three minutes later, Ronnie calls me. And uh, Ronnie's like, hey, man, I'm, I'm being serious. Uh, you know, I saw how, how committed you were at your pop ups. And, you know, I really want to see if you want to work for me, you know. And and uh, I told him, you know, I have a good job. I've been with my job for a while. And, you know, he's like, hey, man, I'll, I'll make it worth the while, man. I mean, I'll take care of you. man." so I was like, man, let me talk to my wife. <laughs> Listen, it was real. You know, I was like, man, I, I didn't want to just jump at. I mean, I really did want to jump at the, the opportunity, but. I need to talk to my wife first and mm-hmm. and she was freaking out and she's like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I really want to, I really want to pursue barbecue. You know, I mean, I've gone this far and, and it just, I think it's just something I need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and what a special person, what a, a special place to do that. And, you know, I guess, I mean, he was kind of checking you out before to see uh, if you were the right man for the position. And I guess you proved him, Prove to him that you are. That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. When when is this all taking place? Uh, I'm moving to Pearland after after Christmas. I start with with Ronnie uh, January first. So I have family in Pearland and I have family in Houston. So my cousins and stuff said I can stay with them till I get settled. So I'm probably gonna move there first for the first two three months. And uh, my wife's going to make a transition out there and start looking for a job. Man, that's that's just awesome that, that you're doing all of this for barbecue. I know you have a deep love for it. And uh, I had talked to a lot of folks around the barbecue scene the past couple of years. And uh, your name always kept popping up as, man, this guy's going to be one of the next big guys in the barbecue in the barbecue scene. And to hear that you were going to go work for Ronnie when I was, I guess I was in town for Brett's Backyard Barbecue for, for his one-year anniversary. That's when, when you first told me, and I was just like, oh, oh my goodness, what, what an awesome opportunity. Because, I mean, that guy is just so successful. I had, I had the opportunity to chat with him at the uh, Texas Monthly uh, Barbecue Festival, and it was probably the most interesting conversation that I had. I learned so much about him and his business and, and all of that. It's, it's just uh, it's just incredible. I look forward to having him on the show. He he said he'd be happy to be on. He's a, a lot more approachable than I thought he was. So he just seems like this, you know, this guy with McLarens and like, you know, <laughs> all these awesome cars and, 
and all these restaurants and all the success and commercials on TV. And you go up to him and he's just a, just a really good guy. So I know you're going to be in, in good hands there. I, you, you must be super excited. I mean, him, when I'm around him and Robert's like, I'm with my big brothers, you know, they, they treat me like family. I mean, Robert's treat me like an older brother since day one. And then meeting Ronnie, uh, and having the privilege to meet Ronnie through Robert, uh, we did a competition out in, I think it was Moulton out towards Gonzalez. And, um, I met Ronnie and I, I got to meet Ronnie's dad, uh, Mr. Jerry Killen and, uh, Ronnie's brother, Jerry, and we did a competition next to him and, and Ronnie was very, very professional. You know, he, he was very to himself and, and I'm not the type of guy to go and bother somebody. It's just, that's just not me. I, I'm kind to myself. So I, I just stayed to myself, did my thing. And, and, you know, eventually me and Ronnie started chatting and he got a good call that, that competition day and, and we didn't get nothing. So, but, um, we started doing competitions around Ronnie and, and, uh, I had the privilege of cooking with Ronnie at uh, Houston rodeo, me and Robert, uh, for his dad, uh, he ended up winning a go Texan out in Gonzales. And that's, uh, an invitation for the, for the Houston rodeo. And, uh, he, he, uh, ended up getting a finalist at the Houston rodeo in 2018. And, um, it was it was probably one of the best calls I've ever had at a competition was at the Houston Rodeo with Ronnie Killen and his crew. And uh, it, it was dedicated to his dad. His dad passed away. And it was just it was awesome, man. And I mean, the whole team, the whole crew that worked for Ronnie, it's just like it's a brotherhood, man. So, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't feel that it feels like I'm just going to go and work with my brothers. You know, it's going mm-hmm. to be awesome. Yeah, I mean, to me, on the outside looking in, what, what does it look like whenever you you're you're joining this team? Um, what what's going to be your job function there, or or what are your your kind of expectations, or or what what has Ronnie told you? When when we talked uh, initially, he knew that I was doing these pop ups, and eventually, you know, when I told you the last interview we had at Hayes County, that eventually down the line I want to open up a small restaurant in San Marcos. And he told me that, you know, he's he's done it all, you know, restaurants and all that stuff and just to learn from him. So to go in and learn the whole management side of it, the business aspect of it and and helping out with the pits and stuff. So uh, I'm pretty much going to do everything. I'm thinking that I'm probably going to start off in the pit room. Hopefully that's where I want to start off at and uh, and learn from uh, Manny and Margarito and the, and the crew, you know. And Manny's mm-hmm. just, Manny's just a lot of knowledge and, and he's a beast, man. And it's mm-hmm. just, it would be a privilege to be with those guys. Yeah. I mean, you can actually look at this as a, as a paid internship, you know, at, at, uh, you know, one of the top places in the country, you know, or around the world, really. Yeah, dude, that's it's just incredible. I'm, I'm so happy for you. This is, uh, this is an opportunity that, uh, doesn't come around for, for very many folks. So. Um, yeah, man. Congratulations. What, uh, so yeah, man. So say you're at, at, at Ronnie's and you love it and, and life is great. Five, 10 years down the road or whatever, you decide to open up your own joint. You said, uh, San Marcos is where you, you, you're always going to want to come back to San Marcos. Yeah. I mean, the barbecue restaurants here are great. Hayes County is great. Blacks here in San Marcos is great. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
but I just want to open something up a little different. Mm -hmm. I want to be like the local guy, you know, Mm -hmm. that's what I always visioned, you know, like it's just, I wanted to be that, that one guy, you know, (laughs) the guy from San Marcos born and raised a native San Marcos, you know, barbecue. And that's, that's down the road, you know, hopefully, um, Mm -hmm. I want to get all the experience I can get from, from killings. And like I told my wife, I said, if it, if it ends up being awesome and great, I might just stick with him until, you know, until I retire, you know, so. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's gonna be, you know. I mean, all his staff and his crew have been there with him for years. Yeah. So you're just going with the flow at yeah. that point. Just gonna see where it takes me, you know. I mean, I mean that that's my 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 dream and my goal would be to open up a restaurant, a small restaurant here in San Marcos. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, if it if it keeps me in Perlin or wherever he wants to put me, I'll I'll, I'll stay there with him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's let's go back a little bit. Let's talk about what you cooked at the brewer's table and then what you cooked at Ronnie's pop-up. At the brewer's table, I cooked well, – I, I only had like five hours to cook my proteins. And uh, he said, hey, man, you know, Yoni said y'all had some, some championship-winning chicken. Can you cook some chicken? And I was like, oh, okay. So I did a, a reverse-seared chicken. I smoked it, and then I reverse-seared it on, on the – on open fire grill mm-hmm. and then i then i had a a sweet and sour glaze and then um i did a it elote corn elote i did a a baked a smoked baked potato uh with uh with what was it fried smoked ham and grandma and uh mozzarella cheese and for dessert i did a uh, mango nada with uh chamoy and uh, uh <laughs> chili powder yeah, man, I saw some pictures uh, of that. It looked really, really good. A lot of times I see these posts on TV or on uh, on Instagram, and I'm like, man, I wish I was living back there again. <laughs> I'm missing out on a lot, but uh, you know, our scene out in uh, in LA and in California is growing, so hopefully we'll get there one of these days. What about at uh, What about at Killens? What did you cook out there? I did a. Uh... I smoked uh, chuck roast, and then I, I braised it in banana leaves and uh, beef tallow. And mm-hmm. I did uh, a cornbread casserole, but I kind of did it like a lote with uh, some crema on top with uh, some chili powder, chamoy chili powder, that tahini. Mm-hmm. And um, I did that baked potato again, like I did over there at the brewer's table. It was uh, the, the smoked ham with the smoked with the smoked potato and, and, and grandma and cheese. And it was pretty cool, man. I was telling Ronnie, do you want me to bring the mango nala from San Antonio? Because that's where I get it from, right? And mm-hmm. he was like, no, nah, we'll make it here in-house. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll tell one of my, my chefs to make the to make the ice cream, the, the sherbet mango in-house. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> So they made that, man. It was fresh. They made it in-house, and they even made the chamoy in-house as well from barbecue sauce, and that stuff was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, man. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, Yeah, we took some pictures, but I was kind of nervous, man. It was just like my first – I didn't want to – like I was cooking for at Ronnie Killen's restaurant, so I was was a little nervous. (laughs) It was nerve-wracking, and I didn't take any pictures. And My cousin took pictures, and I mean, it looked okay. But I was talking to East Wool the next week, and he was like, dude, you need to, like, take better pictures. And I'm like, oh, man, dude, I was freaking, like, you know, I was everywhere, you know, trying to get it right. Mm-hmm. 
So it looks like maybe uh, for the most part, your competition days are over. Uh, I'm sure you'll probably do some every now and again with maybe Ronnie or with uh, with Robert. But for the most part, those days are, are behind you jumping into this venture. What are some of your maybe most memorable uh, competitions or cooks that you've that you had in your competition career? I would say the San Antonio Rodeo. That was 2017. We got a first place chicken call, and that made us uh, third overall out of the whole cookoff. That like blew me, blew me away. And um, I think the second one would be, like I said, the Houston Rodeo when we got a walk, we got a call, a finalist call. Um, with the Houston Rodeo, what they do is, uh, you know, all of us, everybody that's cooking at the Houston Rodeo, they give you uh, a judge, and your judge and goes to your goes to your tent with the finalist card, and it's a sign, and they go to your tent and they tell they tell the whole gang that's in the tent. I mean, it could be your friends and family, y'all made the finalist, and then they walk your whole crew to the stage. I mean, it, it's it, it's it's Man, it's pretty badass, dude. That's awesome. It is uh, which one was the one that Robert tells a story of one where you got really excited? Was it the chick? Was it the San Antonio? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was chicken call, man. I, I couldn't hold myself back, you know. Just, <laughs> like I remember that day. It was like I was telling Robert. I said, "If he, he, you know, people talk to him and they catch him off guard, and they don't do it on purpose, but I mean, we're out." we're out there for a competition and I always try to like keep us aligned. We're like, Hey man, we, we need to get this done. And I remember telling him, Hey dude, we need to get this chicken knocked out and stuff. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he's trying to talk to like sponsors or, you know, just, you know, trying to please everybody, but we still have a competition to do. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him, you know, let's get this chicken knocked down. And, and he's like, Hey man, I'm glad you, you kept focus on me. You know? And I was like, Hey man, I want to win. And, uh, we got that call, man, and I mean, we were waiting for the, where we were waiting, it was like, it was already at fifth place, and they didn't call us, and we're just like, oh, shoot, man, fourth place called, third place called, second place called, and there was no SNS pit crew, and when they called, they called, they called us first place, and I read my numbers, and it was it, and I looked at Robert, and Robert just like nodded his head, like, don't, don't move, you know, don't, <laughs> don't jump up, and I just jumped up, you know. <laughs> I couldn't hold so, myself back. Yeah, so Robert has a strategy of if he gets any kind of call, he <laughs> he sits around and waits until they keep calling his name, right? Oh, uh, I mean, they they call a number and he just acts like dumb, you know. He just like yeah, likes yeah, to, yeah, likes to get the thrill up, and then he oh, it was me, you know, it's like that's yeah, just Robert, man. He just likes to pull people's legs, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun, man. Yeah, man. So, w- what are you most looking forward to in this new venture that you have coming up? Man, I'm just looking forward to like really getting my hands in the restaurant side of it. You know, it's it's different. Like like I was telling my cousin, we were talking about it, and I was like, competition and restaurant, they're two they're two different animals. I mean, it's it's like restaurants, the big bad wolf, and competitions, the the dog. You know, and they're they're related. I mean, they're they're both the same. They're both cooking, but uh, like like Ronnie, they posted Kaylin's barbecue posted for Thanksgiving. They did like 500 turkeys and like 200 briskets, and it's just like man, the volume there, you know, the volume, 
I think the most they ever cooked was like 32 briskets at one time, and they're cooking like 100 briskets a day. So it, it's it's just catching up to to getting that knowledge of of how many briskets to cook and all that stuff. Just you know, it's something I want to learn. Well, you're definitely going to be in the right spot for that. Okay, man. Well, congratulations uh, again. And I, I don't know, I've, I've probably said it ten times in this interview, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm really happy for you. I, I, you know, every time that we get together, we always have a good time. I mean, it seems like every time I'm in town, we we get together for for food or or just to hang out. So I appreciate the friendship you and Robert and 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 your whole crew there. I know you're going to do awesome. I'm going to continue to keep following you. And to all of our listeners, follow Brian the Barbecue Guy, Brian Gonzalez, Roosevelt Street Barbecue. <laughs> follow this guy. He's going to be on a great adventure. You know, we'll check in with you from time to time to see uh, how everything is going. Uh, it'll be more to add to your great story already. So uh, congrats once again, my friend. I appreciate it, brother. As you know, I always end with one question, right? And uh, you've answered it once before, but... Um, I'll ask it again because we always get a lot of cool stories out of it. So let, let's see, um, you know, tell us something about you maybe that most folks don't know, you know, just something that you can share with us. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of people in the barbecue community, you know, have experiences as, as a young kid, as, as following their dad's footsteps or following their grandfather's footsteps at a young age and wanting to do that and having it, all the time, you know, and having a passion to do barbecue at a young age. And mm-hmm. me, when I was young, I didn't have that passion. Um, I got it later on in life, and I realized that when when I got older, that it was something that I wanted to do, and it was something that kept me away from other things like going out and being crazy and partying and stuff like that. And um, like my grandfather, that was his passion. And when I lost him, it became my passion. And I just want to keep that passion alive now as an adult. Barbecue brings people together and it unites people and people that don't have don't have passions uh, and hobbies. Barbecue is one of them, you know, like like uh, competition barbecue. That's it's it's a hobby for some and it's 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 a love and a passion for others, you know, and. Mm-hmm. And, and and I just I'm, I'm blessed to have the the family, the barbecue community behind me, you know, that just opens their arms and 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 just wants to help each other out. And that just by seeing that, and it just makes me want to just do more for the barbecue community. <clears throat> when I was a kid, like I said, I wasn't really into it. You know, I was I was out, you know, riding bicycles and going to the river and playing baseball and it was kind of like a sandlot, you know, here in San Marcos mm-hmm. when I was a youngster. So I didn't really get into barbecue, but, uh, I'm, I'm into it now and I love it. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't definitely not feel bad about it. everybody has a different path and, uh, you know, you're overflowing with passion that I've always seen or just being around you and, and seeing you and following your, your career thus far. So man, you're, you're right where you're supposed to be. Yeah, man. Wish you the very best. Thanks again for for chatting with us. Uh, I know you're a friend of the show, and, and I appreciate all the support always. Look forward to, to continuing our friendship, buddy. Heck yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. Have a I good one.
Thanks for tuning in to the iCrush Barbecue Show. Remember, if you like the show, please give us a five-star rating so we can reach more folks on any one of your favorite listening apps. Subscribe to get all the past and future episodes and share with your friends. You can always find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at iCrushBBQShow. Or just email me at iCrushBBQShow at gmail.com. Don't forget to tag us with your favorite picks. We'd love to see what you're crushing. Until next time, keep crushing that cue.